You're listening to The Confidence Podcast, your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly and bravely take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, and I teach entrepreneurs and dream chasers to take action on the dream God put on their hearts. I empower go-getters to get past their stubborn insecurities so they can crush their goals, outgrow their fears, and create prosperity in their businesses and lives. It's time to rise and shine. Let's dive deep. Hey there, I'm Trish Blackwell. I'm your host of The Confidence Podcast. You're listening to episode number 338, How to Chase a Dream Without Being Discouraged. You're listening to one of our Confidence Spirit episodes, which are our quick hit faith boosters for your confidence. And we do shorter episodes. We base them off of a thought of the week, a verse of the week, and a prayer of the week. Our longer episodes, if you're not familiar with how we do things here at the Confidence Podcast, we have longer, more in-depth, more generalized coaching um, podcasts on Tuesdays. And then we go micro, boost, faith-based on Thursdays. So uh, maybe you like both. Maybe you like one. I think you should like both. But hey, I am here to serve you in whatever way and whatever uh, method works for you. And so that's why I'm trying to do longer episodes and shorter and throughout the weeks that you can continue to be encouraged and fed because encouragement and confidence and mindset, you guys, it's not a one and done. It is brushing your teeth. And I'm one of those girls. I mean, if you've seen my Instagram or you've seen my Facebook or see me, see me real person, you know, I'm all about the pearly whites. I am obsessed with a white smile and with bright, fresh breath. And so, you know, I brush my teeth like four times a day. So without a doubt, a dentist approved, don't worry. I'm not, I'm not like OCD about it, but I really value brushing that yicky feel off of my teeth, right? It's the same with our mind. We are just constantly brushing our minds. And that is the training of your thoughts. That is the renewing of your minds. So let's dive in. This week's episode, we're talking about how to chase a dream without being discouraged. So my thought of the week actually came from this recent weekend that I took with my family to the Jersey Shore. My grandparents have a house there, so we've been going my whole life. It's just a great getaway place for us. It's a quick drive. And, you know, a big picture, big picture with today's concept is, gosh, like we all have dreams on our hearts. Whether it's a big dream, you feel like it's your ultimate calling, you see yourself on stage in front of thousands of people, or you've got this book you want to write or a charity you want to start or a family you want to build and a legacy you want to leave to your grandchildren. Those are the big dreams, right? Or maybe the dream is like, gosh, in the next year, I want to lose 50 pounds. Like I, it just feels so big and so far away. And you guys, let's, let's be honest, it's very easy to get dissuaded or discouraged or to go, it's just so daunting and big. And I'm not sure where to start that we don't even know where to go. And so I've talked a lot on the confidence podcast and the longer episodes about how to stay, how to stay the course, how to not give up, how to stay consistent, how to keep your mind right. We do a lot of in-depth coaching on this in the College of Confidence, and actually, I support my College of Confidence members because the reality is that sometimes in this, when you're pursuing a dream, let's just face it, you're gonna be discouraged, which is why you need a coach, why you need a community. And if you haven't yet checked out the College of Confidence, check it out at collegeofconfidence.com. But yeah, there's always a place for a pep talk and a reminder of no, no, you're moving in the right direction. But I'm gonna take that larger concept and and share with you guys today a story that happened at the Jersey Shore. And the and the concept is that we really can chase our dreams and lean into the future while still being present because it's a delicate balance. How do I strive for the future and push myself yet still also finding contentment and joy with where I'm at? And that's what I wanted, I kind of wanted to, to frame in today's uh, podcast. And I I want you to, to know that we find joy and we can pursue a dream without being discouraged when we find delight 
in the dream, when we find delight in the process, in the and in delight is detached from the outcome. It's doesn't need an objective, a finish line, or planned element to it. But there still is a pursuit of chase. There still is a leaning towards. And I actually am. Um, here's a little behind the scenes. I'm I'm working on my next book, and this was actually an outlined um, story that I started wanting to write about. So I'm actually going to be reading to you this story so that we can keep this short and sweet about. But Baker, my two-year-old, my now two-year-old, and the sandpiper. And it's going to relate to not being discouraged. If you haven't recently spent time with a two-year-old at the beach, allow me to paint you a picture of the beautiful disaster that it is. An entire obje- the entire objective is to tire your child out, while also keeping them alive and not getting fried by the sun. This is a delicate mission, as the best time of the day for that is midday, but it's also the hot- hottest part of the day. It's also nap time. You can forget hoping for a free minute to sit down or the fantasy of being able to sit in the shade of an umbrella. An eternal optimist, I always bring a book and a magazine just in case I tell myself. But the truth is, with a two-year-old, you move the whole time. Now, recently during a four-hour jaunt on the beach with Baker, I managed to rack up 22,000 steps in the sand alone. People compliment me all the time on how fit my legs are. You know, listen, some of it is from running and some of it... It's just from being a parent to two very active kids. I mean, what can I say? I'm always looking for a silver lining to the things that inconvenience or exhaust me. But now back to the things that exhaust me. Small kids at the beach. So my little guy has a system. (laughs) First, he runs full speed towards the ocean, like full speed. Like I actually have to jog to keep up with him full speed. Next, he belly flops into the ocean into a crashing wave. By the way, he cannot swim. Also at this beach, they don't allow puddle jumpers. So sometimes he successfully picks himself back up and other times he gets tossed around in the surf needing rescue. Clean and wet, he likes to then run back up on the beach to our stuff, grab his toy truck, roll in the sand, then take off full speed towards every neighboring beachgoer who's peacefully reading a book. Waving to the readers and garnishing smiles of lots of new fans, he then pushes his full, his truck full speed towards anyone nearby that builds a sandcastle. He is the sandcastle monster. Seeing a target, the truck gets abandoned and Baker becomes a Godzilla-like monster rushing towards the delicate masterpieces, and which makes me have to sprint ahead to get him to block the way. Averted this actually ends up turning into a game of tag and chase between us, which leads him back to his beloved and faithful truck that he loves to push. And he pushes that truck for 10 minutes, and then he runs into the ocean again, and then he pushes the truck for 10 minutes, and then he knocks over St. Castles again. The cycle goes on and on. And every now and then he'll pause to yell out boat or airplane to one that's passing by and stops to show his truck to the constant flow of beach walkers at the edge of the water where he plays. But Baker's truck truly captures his heart. It has his full attention, except when a sandpiper shows up. Those sandpiper, those small birds, when they arrive on scene, everything gets abandoned and Baker chases them. The way he runs is different than the way he runs after anything else. He runs with delight. The smile on his face is curious and elated, simultaneously convinced that he's going to catch and he and he thinks he's convinced he will catch that little sandpiper. He obviously never does, but he also never stops trying. And he's a little boy with a very excessively expressive face, but not once does disappointment flash across his face when he can't catch the sandpiper. Instead, an ear-to-ear gr- ear grin takes up most of his face. 
When the bird flies away, he stops dead in his tracks. He looks up to the sky, reaching out with his hand as if he could catch the bird. He calls after the birdie to come back, and most impressively, without losing any giddy-up, he then redirects his attention to the next bird to chase. The unwavering enthusiasm for this sport of chase is marvelous to watch. In, in spectating, I, I actually lose myself in, del, in his delight. It transports me back to a place of my own childhood. It feels magical and innocent. A wave of peace envelops my heart. And, and, and though merely I'm just watching my own son, I'm actually filled with his delight. Because delight is contagious. And as I follow him, deepening my footprints in the sand, walking circles around the same few hundred feet of beach, I feel God imprint something deeper on my heart. Because that's what I have so far. Like I said, I'm only in draft mode for this book. But one, if you've enjoyed the way I write, hopefully you've read my book, right? If you haven't, I have two books out there. My one I wrote, my first book was called The Skinny Sexy Mind. It's all about body confidence. But the most recent book, which I would recommend first to read is the is Insecurity Detox. And you can get that anywhere books are sold. Just look for the title Insecurity Detox or Trish Blackwell. But the, the essence I hope that you got from Baker's Chasing Sandpipers is that he doesn't lose the light, that there's no disappointment in the chase of the dream. There's no disappointment. The, the dream is the delight. The activation of the chase is part of what fills our soul. It's part of the beauty of it. And so he is able, you can watch a child, a two-year-old chasing a bird and see them absolutely quintessentially just present. And so the question is, how do we do that for ourselves? Because the delight Baker feels and expresses as he chases sandpipers requires this absolute state of presence. He is there on the beach. The birds and how he wants to catch them is the only thing capturing his attention. His focus is clear, and so the flow of his delight can be expressed. And here's the the clincher, y'all. His joy isn't contingent on his success. It's the classic story of how the journey is more important than the destination. And his joy is not contingent on his success. And your joy does not have to be contingent on your success. And so my, my, my encouragement for you today as we think about um, how, to not, how to not get discouraged as you chase a dream is just to know that part of the dream is the chase. Part of the process is the patience, is the waiting, is the stepping in the sand, and is knowing that the dream doesn't get, you don't, it's not going to mean anything if you get it instantaneously, that there's a process, the process, that there's a waiting, and that sometimes it's okay to reach for something that's un, unattainable right now, because it's not always going to be. Now, our verse of the week, I actually have two. So not, y'all, this is such a struggle for me to pick one. I'm going to give you two. And they are in the show notes for today's show. Um, and as well as the prayer will be. And if you ever want to access the show notes, just go to trishblackwell.com forward slash 338. So our verse of the week, the first one is Matthew 634. Then it says, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Like you guys, that's Jesus talking to us and saying legitimately, don't, don't worry about tomorrow. There's enough to worry about today. Just do, just, just do today. And then you'll do tomorrow. Like tomorrow will come and you'll be able to figure out tomorrow. And it's, it's so helpful yet. We still worry. So helpful yet. We're like, well, let me plan. I just love that this is actually a command. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. It's a reminder. I have to go back to on a consistent basis to say, you know, I, I just, I need to, I need to be where I'm at. I am here 
now. This is where I'm supposed to be. And if I, I worrying does not add one day to your life, which the, the second verse I wanted to share with you is Philippians 4, 8 through 9. And it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. And I included that one because the because we want peace. Like, how do we not get discouraged? It's 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 nearly it's it's impossible to be discouraged or dis or dis, dismayed or dissuaded or or off your dream if you have peace in your heart. If you have peace to say, I've done my best today, I'm chasing the dream, and I'm where I'm supposed to be. Did I catch that sandpiper? No, but that's okay. That sandpiper will be there tomorrow, right? There's this peace that comes in that. Here's our prayer of the week, and we'll close with this. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. Make sure you hit that that subscribe button and write a review. Our prayer of the week, and again, that will be available in the show notes for you as well, which are available at trishblackwell.com forward slash 338 for today's episode. Lord God, thank you for delighting in us. How marvelous beyond our feeble understanding are your works that you would create us so uniquely and so intently. We stand in reverence for you, for calling us your children. We praise you for you are a good, good father. It's who you are, and we are loved by you and deeply grateful for the peace that our status in your kingdom gives us. Forgive us our worry and our discouragement. We confess that our worry is a misplaced effort to do things that you've already done for us. Let us not be distracted or burdened by that which we cannot control or change. For you have told us over and over again that we have your full permission to be present and to delight in the day that the Lord has made. So we proclaim today, Lord, that this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We trust you because we trust your goodness. We honor your sovereignty. Thank you for the freedom and gift you give us by removing our responsibility for worry. We crave peace and fullness, and yet we, we have it available to us right here, right now. God, give us practical wisdom and insight this week in our daily lives to know exactly how to step out of anxiety and worry into the peacefulness of your care. We confess it scares us to let go of control and to trust your provision. Forgive us for our lack of faith. And embolden us to be brave as we step forward with full confidence in you, in your care for us, and that you are for us, not against us. What a gift we have in Jesus, who gives us this grace and peace through his sacrifice, that we may never be separated from our source, our Father, our Creator, our Provider of joy, breath, life, and hope. Thank you, Lord, and hold our hand as we chase the life and calling you have put on our hearts, that we might chase fullness and the fulfillment of our purpose without being discouraged along the way. Help us master the delicate inner balance between anticipating the future with hope and delighting in the presence without distraction, yet also forward pressing towards what you've called us to ahead. We trust you, Lord, and thank you for the adventurous story you are writing with our willing hearts and in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Confidence Podcast, we invite you to check out collegeofconfidence.com. The College of Confidence is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of personal confidence growth. If you're still figuring out how to silence self-doubt or like the reflection you see in the mirror, 
this is the place for you. Or if you're already pretty self-assured and are just looking for ways to chase your dreams with more courage and more gusto, then the College of Confidence can help you get to that next level. With our extensive course library, monthly trainings, live coaching calls, and exclusive Ask Anything forum, you get the most affordable and accessible coaching support available online anywhere. The College of Confidence is a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement, and advice. Memberships are available specializing in self-confidence, social confidence, and professional confidence, and start at the affordable price of just $20. It is the place for anyone looking to be free from the bondage of self-doubt or self-sabotage. It is the place where we coach you to step confidently into the calling God created you to live out. Check it out and join us today at collegeofconfidence.com.